You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, folks, to our broadcast of Real Presence Live from Aberdeen, South Dakota. Broadcasting here from Aberdeen around Cali High School. The place of which I uh, am employed and hopefully educate the youth of America. That's I got old. thumbs up from a student, so that means they do learn things from me. Whether it's not it's dumb things <laughs> or not, that's the other thing. And Dominic, this is your alma. Tis. The Tis. alma mater. 2013. Back in the good old... Good days. Good oh, days. man. Yeah, yeah. Nine years ago. Wow. I'm wow, a, yeah. Ten year I, next year. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Except I'm, I'm repping the good old St. Mary Central High School, nice. Bismarck, Nodak. That's a good, good school. A solid education, yes. dare I say. Yes. Uh, yep. I I approve of that message. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, I love my time around college. I love you know have all my closest. Most of my closest friends are from yeah. you know, you know, our branches off of Ronk College. Well, so. that's like the good. That's the purpose of a good like solid Catholic education. Mm-hmm. You know, like we had talked with Dr. Broder and Dr. Bungham about that idea of like that friendship. Yep. Uh, friendship with God, but then also they did that friendship with one another. So it's like that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. The incarnational reality of our faith. Yes. Yes. Hey, I. They couldn't have said it better. You know, they. they yeah. They hit yeah. It right on the head. So. Yeah, I um I, I do miss some of those. I love. I'm sure. Uh, I know you're getting your master's now, so you get this, you know. Um, chunks. Chunks, yeah. Bits and pieces. But yeah. I do miss it, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, um, I'm going to turn the table on you here. Turntables? Yes, turntables. Oh, how the turntables. Since you're the host. Ah. So, what are what are you into, Chris? What do you enjoy? What hobbies do you like to do? What, what do I like to do? What what books do you like? What? Um, let's, let's get to know our hosts a bit more. Oh, boy. Well, so there are two things. Well, man, right now... I've been really kind of into kind of two things. Uh-huh. Uh, number one, uh, when it comes to like finding a point of leisure mm-hmm. for like reading yeah. in particular, um, I got this book written by a guy named John Burroughs. Okay. Who is this? Joe Burroughs. Jo- yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joe Burroughs, very, uh, very, very early uh, grandfather gotcha. from the early 1900s. No, oh, wow. it's spelled uh, B-U-R-O-G-H-S. Oh, okay. That, okay. Uh, so, so he's this naturalist mm-hmm. from the turn of the century mm-hmm. who uh, spent, like, who hung out with Teddy Roosevelt. Mm, okay. And uh, he wrote this book called Camping and Tramping with Roosevelt. Huh. So I've been like slowly working my way through it and just reading like uh, about how uh, he and the president would just go like when when Teddy when Teddy Roosevelt was president they'd mm-hmm. like hop on a train and just go to Yellowstone. I, I remember reading. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Teddy Roosevelt fan. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he I, just would he would leave his the office right. and just go do for like ten days. <laughs> yeah, go hunt or whatever like, he did. Yeah. You know, and granted, like mm-hmm. our current presidents have. Like, like they ride bike on the beach in Delaware or yeah. play golf in Florida with the last guy. Sure, you sure. know, so mm-hmm. it's like, of course, they're leaving too. But it's like when Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> would like hop on a train from Washington with like this bro. Yeah, they're like, where is he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, especially for you being a North Dakotan, right? He's got a special connection up there. Oh my That's gosh! Cool. You saw my mustache on Sunday. I did. It was impressive. Literally. My model after my mustache is Teddy Roosevelt. You just needed your wireframe glasses, or whatever, you, whatever you wore. I'm not even sure. If that's bully, right. yeah, uh, bully. And uh, 
anyway, so Teddy Roosevelt's kind of like I love Teddy Roosevelt. A ton. Yeah, yeah, he's a you know my parents grew up in Western North Dakota, mm-hmm. about a half hour from Medora, where he spent time when yeah. he was before he was president. Um, but as I've been reading that book. I'm just like blown away at like how they talk about Teddy Roosevelt, especially how Burroughs talks about him. Mm-hmm. It's like this man who was so jovial, mm-hmm. but so personable. Yeah. Even when he was like at the upper echelon of political power, mm-hmm. being the president of the United States, like at that time, of course, the U.S. was, um, you know, it's still a fresh country right now, but mm-hmm. it was like, it was, it was a world power at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and really coming, becoming so, I think. Right. That, that it was under his, you know, Watch, I think, is when right. it begins to turn that way. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Early 1900s, you know, as we get into what we call the progressive era, is like, yeah. you know, where things are uh, moving rapidly, be it be it for good and for ill. Yep. Um, but I was, like, super into, I've been super into, like, diving into that. And I'm just blown away at, like, the kind of man he was. Well, and he was, I mean, he was, you could say his political career was born out of suffering. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. the death of his wasn't it his his wife, his wife and child. It was his mother and, too. Uh, oh, or, excuse me, a wife and mother. Yeah, yeah within yeah. like a day yeah. of each other. And then he just pretty much went out west after that. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, he was a New York senator or something, yep. or New York state senator. Yeah, he yeah. he went from senator to governor to actually he went from the head of the New York City Police Department to senator to governor to head yeah. of the U.S. Navy. Yes, uh, for a while. Because what that's what. Um, um, FDR had to that Correct. same department. Yeah, so, okay. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, but just like reading about him, like, and I, he's, you know, he was, they don't talk a lot about his faith or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure how, what it, what it looks sure. like. But just the way, so like, for example, as I'm reading this book, he's talking about they stopped in Medora on this train mm-hmm. out to the Yellowstone, and he got off the train, and he's like, everybody's name. He hadn't seen him in years. And he goes, oh, hello, you. Hello, you. Like, mm-hmm. he remembers their name and their situation. Wow. And I'm like, Dang, that is so yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, so like I've been really into reading that and just okay. kind of also just like super jealous because like talking about how he's hiking through the mountains of Yellowstone mm-hmm. and um, even like when it talks about you know he's at his home. His home is called Sag- Sagamore Hill. Was on Long Island mm-hmm. uh, that he retired to and lived in, and even just like the area around there is super beautiful. I've been yeah. out there when oh, I really? lived on the when I lived on the East Coast. Oh, cool. Never went to Sagamore Hill, but I I went to Long Island. Yeah, so gorgeous. Yeah, and, like dang, like. Huh. Ah, so I've been really into that. Cool. And the second thing I was into, I uh, have been into, and kind of like, I love listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. various different podcasts of all different sorts. Yeah. I've got two that I really like. Mm-hmm. One of them is Catholic Stuff You Should Know. Oh, sure. Um, it's a bunch of like, a uh, bunch of priests, usually from the Denver area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of the guys, he was in, when we were studying abroad, he was in Rome, and he's one of the guys. I can't oh. remember his, I need to remember his name. I can't right now, or, or look it up. Oh, my anyway, gosh. But I know he's one of them. But yeah. Keep going. Yeah. They're wicked awesome. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, and they, uh, they recently had this, um, they recently had this kind of mashup group. So there's, mm-hmm. Um, there's the clerically speaking, and then there's also one called um, Gregorian Rant. Mm. I've never listened to them before, but I think it's a catchy name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and they did like a mashup event, talking a mashup podcast, talking about Catholic education. Mm. And I'm like, this really gets my wheels turning. Mm-hmm. And something he said in there has caused me to like really dive in deeper to like what's going on here, uh, what's going on in my classroom, what I'm trying to do with my own kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said something, they're like, you know, when you're forming people, you become one of two things, human or weird. Hmm, yeah. I'm like, ah. Yeah. There's, yeah, you can definitely um, see both of those examples played out. Yeah. It, right. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, and it's like when you look at like, you know, uh, like the, uh, virtue, for mm-hmm. example, 
like there is that it's a median being yeah. a human being and a fully alive human being is that median reality of like you're not doing something in excess and you're not doing something in deficiency yeah yeah so like yeah. Mm-hmm. for example like our culture right now um if you look at you know, like the secular culture those people who are unchurched those people who don't know the lord and don't mm-hmm. know truth they're living out of a crazy excess mm-hmm. of like their own ideas mm-hmm. and their own realities of or excuse me, their own lack of realities, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yep. But they're also living out of that deficiency. There's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. The deficiency of saying that, like, well, like, I don't really care what other people do. I don't really care what um, you do because, A, like, that's what you want to do, and it's not hurting me. Yeah. You know, but the reality is, is we're seeing more and more of that, uh, more and more of the hurt coming. You mm-hmm. know, for like, mm-hmm. I, I grew up in Bismarck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a school in Bismarck um, that, like, middle school, I know somebody who, teaches at a middle school there and they have like they got furries running around the middle school yeah yeah like mm-hmm. and for those of you who don't know what furries are they are people who identify as animals mm-hmm. like they're running around a school wearing ears and a tail and they're saying they're a cat mm-hmm. and they're meowing at people and hissing at people yeah and it it's a strange reality because mm-hmm. it's it's not yeah yeah it's weird yeah you know that gets back to our first conversation with the you marry professors yeah. it's it's We've lost that formation of the entire person, mm-hmm. and and once the foundation's gone, look out. You know who who knows what's going to come. This is what this is the product of it. You know, right? It's, um, if we're not forming, uh, if we're not giving a good foundation, um, even the foundation though, like it, it can, you know, it, it get earthquakes come and all that. So, um, but I mean, that's really they're doing important work because yeah, uh, we live in a culture that's just more and more crazy and right uh, so and losing our sense of uh of um losing that foundation that once was there and a part of the culture and it's it's now just dissipated so yeah yeah and it goes the I, like so there's that aspect of it like mm-hmm. the the culture of secular uber secularism where people are doing the things such as furries and mm-hmm. um like pushing for ridiculous uh relativistic to the catholic worldview ideas but mm-hmm. then there's also the the side of weird of like and like Weird Catholics. Like, there is that side of weird, too. And it's not human. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not it's not integrative mm-hmm. it is not ga- it's not involved gathering it involves kind of this view of like um i don't know i like to call it like uh, i don't know it's like stick up butt you know people that are they are <laughs> yeah. like more catholic than the church yeah 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 we have to be aware of that mm-hmm. and i it, yeah. yeah i admit like I have definitely, like, there's a time in my life where I definitely, like, fell into that camp. Me too. Yep, me you know, too. Because it's like, well, like, no, if you're Catholic and you do this, like, mm-hmm. you're going to hell. Or if you're Catholic and you wear this, or you're mm-hmm. Catholic and you and you live your life in this way, mm-hmm. or you do something this way, it's like, no, that's like, that's wrong, 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 and mm-hmm. there's no way you can go back. Yeah. For sure. No, I and I, again, it's like the... Yeah, it's integrating everything into Christ. You know what I mean? So uh, if if we have a, I think coming back here, I've realized that more. Yeah. That I've kind of moved away from that 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 other that side. You know what I mean? Of of, uh, um, yeah. Hopefully, I'm a little bit more you know forgiving and a little bit more you know um, patient and things like that. Right. Um, and and I think that with you. <laughs> gets back to that integrating. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We're all broken, and so I, that's that's something we all have to be cognizant of. So, yeah, yeah, and I, like, and it's and it's it's one thing too, like for Catholics, especially living in our world right now. It's like we aren't 
we are intended to be set apart. Mm-hmm. So the world is going to see us kind of as different, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, it shouldn't be so different that people aren't like finding it attractive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, we'll talk more about this when we come back after mm-hmm. break. But I think there's this deep reality within Catholic circles that sometimes people, um, you know, are very the very nature of the church, which is Jesus. Like the church is literally Jesus Christ, still mm-hmm. prevalent on earth today. Mm-hmm. The church and Jesus want to bring people to him. Yep. And we, as the human beings of the church, since we're fallen, fail at that really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, we are not fulfilling as our wider church because people get weird mm-hmm. on both sides of the aisle. Yep. Yep. There's that polarization. Yep. We're not being evangelistic. For sure. So, yep. we'll be back after a quick break here, uh, and we'll dive maybe deeper into this reality of how to not be weird. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Laura Bungie, the second grade teacher here at Holy Rosary Catholic School in Detroit Lakes. Please join us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. My God, I am sorry for my sins with all my heart, in choosing to do wrong and failing to do good. I have sinned against you. priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish, one who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family, Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, folks. Thank you for staying tuned to Real Presence Live. Uh, We are back here. Chris Euler. Dominic King, hello. Hanging out here at the Ron Cowley uh, Campus Ministry Center. Mm. Uh, Talking, and we just broke uh, before the break. Broke last time. Wow, my English is... <laughs> Break broke. My English is pretty bad today. Uh, 
many people would uh, ask if I uh, it's my second language, and yes, the answer is yes. I'm from North Dakota, so my dialect <laughs> shifts. Uh-huh. You know, I have had to train myself to yep. talk like this. Yep, yep. You know, you're doing well. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's been a hard shift, you know, from yeah. up there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got some of it here. Yep, a little yeah. bit there, but not as much. No, no. So, we're talking about the idea of being, of the f- human formation. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two ways to be human that I thought was a really good point out on a good old podcast, Catholic Stuff You Should Know. Mm-hmm. Plug it in, plug it in. Mm-hmm. I encourage you guys to listen to it. Mm-hmm. You can either be human or weird. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, Dominic, our faith mm-hmm. is weird. Yeah. It's an odd, odd religion. And we need to, I think, embrace it. Right. The oddness of it. We literally yeah. pray to a man who was nailed to a cross. Yeah. And then he died and he was in a tomb yeah. and he rose from the cross. Mm-hmm. And we wear them around our necks. Yeah. That's, that's really weird. I, I love when people, like, not people, I don't actually interact with. You know, I've never had this interaction. You don't but, interact with people. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I stay inside. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rock. I'm an island. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, like, I, you see these on you know, in videos or whatever, where you know, how can you possibly believe it's just ridiculous? I'm like, that's the point. You know, right. that's that's that makes it true. That Chesterton would say, you know, you got to look at the world on your head because that's right. the right way of seeing things. Yeah. Um, because it is crazy, but yes, it's, but it's that's the point. You know, like that's. Um, um, that's what makes it, you know, unique and, um, but true, you know, and it's a weird, yes, it is odd, but it's, um, you, you got to look at, at the world on, on, on your head. Cause that's the right perspective. Right. <laughs> so you yeah, get, and, you know. and, and you like early Christianity, you look at, um, I think with Tacitus, ancient Roman historian, mm-hmm. he called Christians the devotees of the cross hmm. and, uh, that and he didn't say it in like a thing like, wow, that's really beautiful. He's yeah. like, that's messed up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, what's funny, it's it's an odd story, but does any other world religion understand reality better? Isn't that funny? It's it's a, it's that paradoxical, you know, yeah. uh, notion, the and or notion of our of our faith where it's it's odd, but it's also can embrace reality, like reality such as like understanding of suffering and no, to me, no better, you know, no religion really does it better. You know what I mean? It's just a weird both and. You right. Know? Um, um, but that's what makes it so true, you know? Right. That's what makes it, you well, know. It, it encapsulates the whole of the person. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you look at, especially like the life of Jesus, like mm-hmm. he had, he, you read the scriptures, he experienced every emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he experienced joy, sadness, uh, fear, mm-hmm. I'm sure, death, um, well, death is not an emotion. <laughs> But he experienced gotcha. he experienced that suffering, mm-hmm. you know, that very you know beautiful moment in the garden, you know, Lord, mm-hmm. like Father, if you will, this cup to pass from mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, no other religion can claim that. The yeah. Buddha cannot claim that. No, no, you know, uh, wh- whoever the heck founded Hinduism, yeah. like that one cow. <laughs> I think it's a cow, right? Yeah, I think so. I you they know worship cows. Yeah, I you know for me that's what one of the main things that I you know. Um, I never. I was, you know, raised. I was a raised Catholic, cradle Catholic. But you, every person has a reversion where they kind of have to grapple with it again. Yeah. And um, is this really what I'm following? And to me, that that was one of the things that I always I, I found so convincing was there's really no religion that can de- that deals with suffering uh, the way ours does. Right. And um, 
So, yeah, th like I said, it's this paradox of otherworldliness, but that's the incarnation, this, the the uh, divine and, and man joining, and it's, yeah, it's crazy, but it's also, there's no other religion that deals with reality, you mm -hmm. know. I, I remember, I think Chesterton called um, Thomas Aquinas the, uh, I think the philosopher of reality or something yeah. like that, and, uh, you know, that's, uh, and Aquinas is, you know, one of the great thinkers of our, of our church, or a doctor um, of our church, and I, I think that's true. Uh, you know, that's it's the strange nature of our faith, but um, thank goodness for it. So. Right, right. And, you know, as, <laughs> you know, as we Catholics, like we talked, like, you know, the nature, the mission and nature of the church, first off, the church is Christ. Mm -hmm, yeah. Like, the church is him on earth. It is this living thing, you know, like, if it wasn't alive, it wouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. We look at tradition, we look at scripture, scripture is living and effective, right? Mm -hmm. And then even like you look at the, the nature of tradition, mm -hmm. tradition is alive, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was like that, uh, John Henry Newman has a great example about mm -hmm. like tradition and the, the church, you know, uh, being like this great river, mm -hmm. right? And yep. as it goes, it kind of forms its way and it weaves and it gets bigger and it grows and it encapsulates, encapsulates, encapsulates more and more. Yeah, yeah. And we come to understand more and more mm -hmm. uh, of the way the world works and the way reality is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how we engage reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need to get back to that. We yeah. have to get back yeah, to that. Yeah. But the more we learn and the more we engage... And the more we actually come to understand, like, the reasons and truths behind our faith from mm -hmm. an intellectual standpoint, mm -hmm. you know, it, it offers that intellectual conversion. And I think we're, mm -hmm. like, I, Bishop, I've heard Bishop Barron say it, so I'm, I'm, this is not me coming up with it. Yeah. But Bishop Barron is really dead set on us being in, a, in an intellectual age. Yeah, yeah. Because we have to appeal to reason, you mm -hmm. know, in this postmodern world where, mm -hmm. A, uh, well, modernism is all based on the idea of reason. Yeah. That didn't work. Mm -hmm. So now there's reason out the window. But we have to go back, kind of start working our way backwards to appealing to reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so as we appeal to reason and things start to make more sense, mm -hmm. like because we have a faith that can be understood, mm -hmm. then the faith can come. Yep. Right? Yep. Now, granted, is that like the most ideal and proper way and right way? Mm -hmm. no, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I think there's any, you know, it, it's, it's, I can't remember where I read this, but there's, you know, when you go to the Vatican uh, and see St. Peter's, there's different perspectives of, viewing the church yeah. and, and each one is still valid. You know? Right. So, and I think it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that, you know, for, for me, I was with, uh, I'm in the same boat. That's how I, my reversion was the intellectual. That's, yeah. that's the stuff I love. And I need to work on other areas in my, you know, formation. Um, but yeah, but I think it's, it can be through just a experience of, you know, prayer or some, some kind of, you know, mystical experience or some kind of, you know, I feel like, there's different ways of entry, you know, yeah. not just, you know, um, anyway. And I, yeah. I look at like the early church, in particular, like the apostles and the people that they were converting at Pentecost and then throughout their whole missions, like everything was so heart driven. Mm -hmm. And I like, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of jealous. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I guess the intellectual life is a great gift and value to me, but I'm like, mm -hmm. Man, like I wish I had that heart that they had, yeah, yeah. that faith that they had, because, like, you know, and as you come to question things, mm -hmm. you know, as someone who is, you know, studying the faith, living the faith, you question why suffering happens, you question why yep. things happen to you, mm -hmm. and you're in there in the middle of it, and then at the end of it, once you get out of it, you're like, oh, it makes more sense. Yep. But dang, like, if my heart was. If my heart would have been formed first, I'm like, dang, I'd be in a way better place yeah, right now, Jesus, sure. like spiritually, yeah. uh, in regards to my relationship with him. But 
like the reality of our times is that like man i think we have i think it is such a call to us as catholics mm-hmm. to really be formed in the in the way of reason mm-hmm. in the way of our intellectual life and know the faith yeah to be able to answer those questions because it'll grow our faith mm-hmm. and it'll help other people to grow as well for sure like man though like the heart formation stuff yeah that's so key in our world today too mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. but like yeah. it, it has to go hand in hand yeah and it's again like it's back to the idea of again with our first talk the formation of the whole person yeah where you know it's uh all those things need to be formed you know and yeah there's going to be you know area in, in the culture and within ourselves and um there's going to be areas that are lacking and that are others that aren't so um we need to cultivate a uh a discipline yeah. that can it can um yeah, get all those things rightly ordered. So, yeah, I, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, it's a breathing of life. Mm-hmm. You know, as we carry the tradition, we carry the Holy Spirit, we carry the truth of the church. Like, it's it's safe to say and look at the culture in the Western world, you know, from my lens in America, the culture in America is dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, which is interesting because that's, you know, we could all, could have, at one point in our nation's history, we could all at least appeal to that. Right. Now we can't even do that. No. So what, what do we appeal to? You know, right. Um, how do we, <laughs> um, which, you know, is a matter of time. I think that's any country, any culture that, that, that usually happens. But, right. Um, yeah, we're in an interesting transition uh, where we need to figure that out. So Right. Um, our culture is all based on the metaverse right now. Yeah. <laughs> and meta, like, there's yeah. no reality. I'm laughing, but it's It's true. Sad true. There's no reality within, like, <laughs> yeah. that we can celebrate. Like, even on the yeah. 4th of July, you know, like, I was, I spent my 4th of July last year in the Black Hills um, mm-hmm. with, you know, with my wife's family, and we were hanging out. And, like, you know, gr- well, growing up, you'd always go to my parents' hometown for 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Huge 4th of July celebration. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. There's nothing out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're not even going to get together. To, I'm like, I get like, whatever. We're kind of in a pandemic, but it's mm-hmm. South Dakota. But yeah. where are we going to se- Like, I don't like, whatever. It's our country. Yeah. It's something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we should celebrate to an extent, like the freedoms that we do have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Well, I should have hit the cop button. <laughs> but there was nothing. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. what's so like, if we're not going to celebrate the country that we live in, how can we celebrate that thing that we can't see and in film or culture and like in the yeah. reality of like art is good, music's good, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's beauty in the world and we have to celebrate that. And mm-hmm. so, yep. yeah, it's a it's a great challenge to us. Yeah, and I, you know, coming back from you, Mary, that's the kind of the mission is to bring mm-hmm. that into my lay life and how do yeah. we and how do we instill that in our kids and and uh, we're uh, we're learning how to do that and mm-hmm. figuring it out. But I think. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of help, so we've got a lot of good people around that that yes. are helping. I us can agree get to that. So yep. same in our family. Sure. So yep. we encourage you guys to continue to form a Catholic culture in your own life, right? To to really focus on your human formation. Be human. Don't be weird. To a to the man. I sound well, like Father Josh Waltz. Shout out to my yeah, former yeah. former high school chaplain yeah. and uh, vocation director. Uh, he always would say, "Don't be weird." <laughs> uh, so let's do our best as Catholics, really form our minds and our hearts to be fully human. Because when we're fully human, we are fully participating in what the Lord desires us to bring people to the church. But don't go anywhere. We'll be back. We've got Mike Mitzel talking about Encounter Ministries when we come back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, 
and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.